All right. Thanks again for joining me for another episode of the Billy Newman Photo Podcast. This is episode six for June 4th, 2015. I'm uh, coming to you today with a little bit of pretty lights in the background, something from uh, from a SoundCloud channel. Been using SoundCloud a lot more recently, I suppose. I don't know. But uh, I'm trying to find like something more useful for it since I don't really do any uh, any DJ mixes or anything like that, which I don't know, maybe I should try someday. I've never really gotten into it or had the equipment for it. I remember back in high school. I remember back in high school, like uh, my friend Scott and I DJed a couple dances. Not winter court, nothing cool, not prom. <laughs> that would have been better. But we DJed like, uh, like the spring, spring ice. That's the name of. The, <laughs> that's the name of it. I remember that dance. It was spring ice in 2007. Man, I was one to remember. But uh, I remember we, we set up like a PA system on the stage of Hidden Valley High School. With, uh, I think it was like a couple JBL like speakers, just a small like PA unit system. Set this up on the side. I think someone had a subwoofer at one point, which we hooked up into this like box unit that we carried around. Man, me and Scott carried that thing around and set it up everywhere. We did like so much audio production stuff and it was just really cool to get to do so much but man it got really frustrating and really time consuming after a while but it was all high school stuff and at this place we like set up the dance equipment set up the soundboard and then uh, i think we like had my desktop computer and a monitor set up so that we could like run through and try and play tracks from winamp <laughs> i think that was about all i had going it was like pick tracks out that i had on my computer play them and I remember we had like a really crappy, it was like everything was perfect. Everything was a really expensive piece of equipment up until the like $1.50 connector that I needed that went from something to quarter inch. And that's what like screwed it up. So it was pretty frustrating. I remember that <laughs> losing like half your volume or something at any given time. Or I think it's like a, it was a tip ring sleeve connector at the end of an audio, uh, audio jack. Like one of those would cut out, so you just lose this whole frequency range. It'd be really strange. But I remember being absolutely like furious or just frustrated beyond belief that I'm trying to put on like a show for my high school and my equipment's failing all the time. Hey. Marina just walked in. I'm doing some practice recording stuff. You wanna do it with me? <laughs> you don't have to, yeah. I do want to go out back there. You should feel like these headphones This is cool. I haven't worn these since they were finished. Yeah. Hey, Billy. This is a cool cord. Have you thought about how you want to refinish the end here? I'm not really sure yet. Is there a part in it that's loose in the wires that there you is a part had to fix anyway? And that's going to need to be fixed. And I think all it needs is like it's, <laughs> it's shorting out right now because it's, uh, it's like touching the sides as the cable moves around or the like twists in the inside. So it's pulling on like a solder point to, from an expose when it touches or when it touches one of the other wires that could be happening. 
So, I'll have to work on it a little bit. And then yeah, how do you fix that? I'll probably have to take off this like sheath here. And then this sheath will come back up the cord um, or up the cable and then I'll look at the inside the connectors. And so there's three of them on the inside there. And uh, one of them seems to be like touching another one. And so, if we can see where it is, you, we can like coat that. With, or we can just like try and keep them from touching oh. with the electrical tape. Okay. But it's pretty tight space. They've got something called like liquid electric tape. That's liquid electric tape? Yeah, so it's, it's kind of like a little rubbery compound that you, so you kind of dab it on to okay. the surface and then it'll like dry it out and protect it from the. Or you just put a, a kind of a coating on it. So uh -huh. And it's kind of a rubbery coating yeah, on it? Yeah, it's kind of rubbery and it sort of, sort of has the consistency of a black rock tape. That's cool. Yeah, it, it worked pretty well. I can use it in some other pieces. But a little dab of that in there might help like separate the two things that are touching. And then I'll have to like find some way to fasten this little cable sheath that was made from a shoebox and, and like stuff that back into the to the thing. So I think I'll be like wrapping it down mm -hmm. and then, and then sliding we'll get that sheath over it. And then we'll unwrap it, place it, and like attack this thing. So I'm not super glue. I thought about like super like yeah. coating the inside or something <coughs> with a couple drops of super glue so that it was stuck there and then probably even still taping it down like one round. I think that'd be a good idea. I think a little dot of glue around the edges and then a little layer of oops. That was really loud. Oh uh, yeah. Um, noises. Yeah, that was one of the things I noticed when I was doing the practice recording stuff. Like when I was listening back to it, it was all of the little sounds of me like just bumping things on the table yeah, or things like just moving so yeah it's so loud, loud. that's crazy wow oh, that quarter is really loud yeah i think it's uh <laughs> i think it's something about the shock not being connected here oh that would and make so sense there's, so there's supposed it's well there's no shock mount. it's just an arm and mm -hmm. if we were doing something else it would be like in like a little little springy cage and it's supposed to protect it from like Oh. Transferring the vibrations into the handle. That's cool. Yeah. I like this. What is this part called? That's a, a little pop filter. Pop filter. Some kind of filter. I've heard people use. You're a lot taller than me. Oh yeah, I'm so stretchy. I was gonna say it feels like little tight. I saw Scott using one once upon a time <laughs> in their little studio. That's funny. Yeah, they're pretty cool. These headphones are pretty comfy. Yeah. These fresh pads are so nice. What do you think of uh, talking in the microphone? I notice I'm really not used to it. How's it like when you're out here, like, and you're not like wearing the headphones? Because yeah, I noticed that like wearing the headphones made it a lot more difficult to talk, or just like I was more self-conscious about it. 
like when you're monitoring yourself mm-hmm. that's like i think the hard thing to deal with um but when you're not monitoring yourself you can't unless you're like really keeping track better than i think you should if you're trying to think mm-hmm. you're not really sure like where your volume level is but if you're used to just like talking in the microphone and you can do it i like that's probably super loud but if you can learn how to like talk in the microphone at a point and like figure out your volume, you don't probably have to like look at it to see like how loud you're talking. So you could get away with like doing something where you could chat for a while and just have it record and not have it be like really loud. And your headphones. But I don't know. I guess I it's probably like good to listen to. They're a little bit distracting. <clears throat> yeah. I like your little headphones. I think they're good. Um, little, little headphones. Little studio phones. They say studio monitor. <laughs> right on. Oh, yeah. This phone case is so neat. This little, like, military case for it. It's so rubbery. It's like two plates of metal. So there's like a little like rubber sheath that it goes in, that the phone goes in, and there's these two plates of metal that go over the iPhone that are screwed down with six hex screws. And it's pretty bulky, makes it like twice as heavy. I like how it doesn't have any branding or logo. Yeah, yeah, it's not branded at all, I think. It's a vibe. It's a little vibrate. So that's pretty fun, but it's like pretty hefty. Oh yeah, and I think it's drop shipped from China. I think like there's no one that owns this the stock anymore. I think this company, like whatever company would have sold it or bought it, like went out of business. So they're just like, well, or probably just like it was made in China, like unbranded. And then it's branded. Bought by someone in America that's trying to sell whatever they have. Because I think that's where we get a lot of stuff too, where they'll just say, like, we make these generic headphones, like these little earbuds, and then you can buy them. You can buy these generic earbuds and brand them, or whatever. Or you can just get the generic. Yeah, there have been some. Some things I've seen, like just some stores, yeah. that I think are all the same product that are just branded or packaged for yeah. whatever company selling it. This is definitely a pretty cheap one. I mean, I can feel it kind of coming apart already, though. Like, this is pretty loose. This isn't anodized. This is just like, like nail polished or something. <laughs> this little like gold oh, yeah, paint like is coming off on this like little, little aluminum piece. And it's fine. That's what I expect to pay like 15 bucks for. I'm just happy that it's even the shape of my phone. So <laughs> I don't think it'll last longer than the season, you know. It'll be a good summer case. Yeah, it'll be a good summer case. I think like this little tab down here is already about to break off. Like it, it seemed like, like it, fell and like tear a little it bit. It seemed like it never really went in. Yeah, this way. doesn't, it doesn't really work very well. They used to try and sell this for a hundred bucks and I think everybody hated it. <laughs> Yeah, for a hundred bucks, I'd probably 
Yeah. Be mad at. For a cheap or like, you know, like a $16 little throwaway case, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I think it's, it's pretty sturdy really for cool. a few bucks. Or it's, I mean, it's as good as an otter box, <coughs> I would say. It's got, it's got like the same components. And if I had an otter box, I feel like this fits a little more firmly. I think it has the, the glass on the front too. Yeah, it's like a glass screen over it, which I think is pretty cool. And then it's like a little plug at the base. And a little plug at the top where the headphone jack is. So it's like all sealed up. Pretty sealed. How's the camera it? work for the iPhone? Yeah. Do you notice any difference? I should. I don't really use my iPhone camera much anymore, or not much outside of like little snaps and stuff and little mm -hmm. fun pictures. Um, I'm not sure that I look around, but it doesn't seem to. It seems to be pretty good. I seem not to really notice a difference, which is cool, but I know they do get scratched up. So the first time this sees like anything outdoors, or like it gets dropped in dirt or something, <laughs> they got a little screen that's going to take the damage. So, we'll see. It'll be cool. For a while, I'm not sure that. Even in a few weeks, for some other cool case. Hey, you're talking about getting like a, a slim case for your phone, too? I want a slim case. I want a little, some little tiny sleeve that looks cool. It was this pretty light strike playing. Oh, now it's like black metal. I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> 